Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 37, all about fall and winter festivals. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I am Christina. I'm Tanya. This week's episode is sponsored by, well, I guess the great outdoors. Glamping hub. (laughs) Do you love the idea of getting outside but don't relish the idea of sleeping in a tent or on the ground? Have you heard of the term glamping? It's a combination of glamour and camping. And that's what our featured sponsor this week is all about. Glamping Hub offers 24,000 unique outdoor accommodations worldwide, and hundreds are available here in Florida. Imagine staying in a luxury safari tent in one of the state parks, complete with air conditioning. I mean, that's, that matters. Yes, it does. <laughs> or maybe take a houseboat out on the river. I still need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Prefer a seaside tiny house? They have those in abundance and many, many more. Get started searching for your next family vacation or romantic couples getaway at glampinghub.com. Great job, Christina. Oh, I try. (laughs) We we may have confused everyone. See what happens when we throw Christina into a new job. We switched places this week. (laughs) Well, before we talk about, what are we talking about? Oh, you said it. Fall and winter festivals. Way to listen, Tanya. I know. I was not listening. (laughs) I was waiting for my cue. (laughs) Because we switched jobs. Exactly. (laughs) But I want to talk about bags, luggage, and what you bring with you to lug your stuff around. I'm working on packing for a trip, and I was thinking about this. I don't want to carry, especially if it's just me, But even when I have the kids, I don't want to carry a lot of stuff around when I'm traveling. So what what I am looking at, a small little wheelie suitcase that's even perfect to go under seats in the airplanes. Uh, But I also usually try to pack most of my stuff into a backpack. I 100% agree with that. I want my hands free as much as possible. I don't like toting, wheeling, lugging, carrying. Um, I found, too, the way that you pack matters. Oh, 100%. Are you a roller or a folder? I am a roller. So is Gloria. Actually, I'm a roller on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) On the way back. I'm a stuffer. (laughs) (laughs) I had that conversation with a friend of ours, too, when we stayed in a hotel together. I unpack when I get to a hotel. So do I. And then I put all the dirty clothes in my suitcase. Yeah. Where she does not. We have a a laundry bag. And so as we we rearrange. You're a camper, too. So that makes sense. Well, even, even not. Even if I'm staying in a hotel, we will stuff everything in the bag and then put the bag in one suitcase and all everybody's clean clothes go in a different suitcase. Yes, I try to do that too. And I've tried to do, we've talked about laundry on this episode before (laughs) as well. But yeah, it's think it's not just what you pack your stuff in. It's thinking about how are you going to move it from place to place when you're traveling throughout the state of Florida is something to consider. I have a really great backpack that has an expandable back to it that you can pack like a suitcase. Maybe you could give us a link to that. Oh, I'll Oh, I will do that. They would love that. It's called a knack bag. Like, yeah. you know, you got a knack. I love that bag that you have. I do too. And it fits my <clears throat> laptop and it's fantastic. I will definitely link to it. But you know, what is the most important thing that we have to pack? 100% you have to pack your sunscreen. Yes, I agree. So Christina, last episode, we talked a little bit about the temperatures and about it being fall. It's fall. I'm so excited. Of course, it's still going to be 90 degrees today. You know what's great about fall in Florida (laughs) is that we can 
go to all of these festivals. And, you know, yes, you might want to bundle up a little bit, but... Yep, you walk around outside and it's gorgeous. It's all outside. It's fantastic. And let me tell you, what's the first festival I'm going to talk about? Oktoberfest. Yeah, that's right, baby. It is October. So, of course, we're going to talk about Oktoberfest and the fabulous... German holiday. Do you know what Oktoberfest stems from? Do you know the history behind Oktoberfest? I only know that it's German. It is. (laughs) (laughs) And what do Germans like to do? Drink. Drink beer. 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 Drink beer. (laughs) Actually, Oktoberfest in Germany was a celebration of a marriage that took place hundreds of years ago in the Bavarian area of Germany. It actually started in late September. Mm. So you can see some Oktoberfests have already passed. However, that's why we're dropping this episode as soon as we can to talk about all the Oktoberfests that we have throughout the state of Florida because, you know, just like everywhere else, we love a good festival and a good beer. And we have the weather for it. Yes, exactly. So my favorite one is Hollerbach's Oktoberfest in Sanford, Florida, and it takes place October 8th this coming weekend. Sanford is such a great little city. Have you been to Hollerbox? I haven't been to Hollerbox. It's amazing. It is authentic German restaurant with the banquet tables and the, I call them the Oompa bands because they've got the accordions and the tubas. They've got that authentic German band. Right around the corner from Hollerbox is a German deli and a German outfitter. So you can go and dress in your German wear, get some German sandwiches, go over to Hollerbox and have a German beer All right, and I'll celebrate just, Oktoberfest. I'll, t- I'll whip out my, my Lederhosen and Ex- we'll, we'll go. The Lederhosen are for the guys. Oh. <laughs> hey, I mean, there might be some fancy Lederhosen out there I could add to some skirt or something. <laughs> sure, we'll do that. <laughs> We're going to have to educate Christina and take her shopping. I'm not German, I'm Italian. Exactly. <laughs> but you like a good Oktoberfest, right? I do like okay. a good Oktoberfest. I'll, I'll take on the German. <laughs> <laughs> Another one happening this weekend is in Curtis Hickson Waterfront Park in Tampa. It's Oktoberfest Tampa. And they will have a beer garden, live music, dancing. And this is the my favorite thing ooh, I found. Oh, we should enter this. Uh, <laughs> you and me? Or, I mean, <laughs> I think we have to grow them ourselves. But um, let's tell the people what we're looking at. Go ahead. It's a mustache competition. <laughs> How fun is that? I mean, who can, I mean, hopefully, listen, by the time you're listening to this, I know it's October 5th. Hopefully by this weekend, maybe you can grow yourself a mustache and compete Go for it. In the I know a few men who can grow some serious facial hair overnight. So, Well, there you go. Uh, Taste of Oktoberfest in the Palm Beaches has bands, dancing, German food and beer. They take place October 9th and 10th and 16th and 17th. Oktoberfest Miami is the longest running Oktoberfest in Florida. So they um, theirs runs October 15th and 17th and the 22nd and 24th. All of these links to these destinations, you can Google them or they will be on our show notes page as well. And in addition to the longest running, then Central Florida Oktoberfest claims to be the most authentic in Florida. And that one takes place in Castleberry, which isn't too far from Sanford. Uh, they have dancing stein holding contests. Stein? Stein holding. Yes. I, I mean, maybe you have to hold more than one. I don't know. I mean, Do I you like only... have to put your arms out or something oh, like a bucket and try to hold a big... Full... Those are... Steins are heavy. Right. Uh, maybe you have to hold it without drinking it. That's the challenge. 
Oh, that's the <laughs> challenge. Okay, I get it now. They also have beer brats, authentic German pretzels, and Ugh, more. The pretzels, I don't care. Theirs them. takes place October 23rd and 30th. Pretzels and beer. And this was just a handful of the Oktoberfests around the state. Honestly, if you Google Oktoberfest Florida, you're probably going to find something close Wait to Wait a you. second. Like, how are Germans not walking around 300 pounds when beer brats and pretzels... <laughs> Let's just be honest here. That's about as bad for you as it can get. What are you saying, Christina? Are you German? I am. <laughs> That's my question. How well, come they're not like 300 pounds eating beer well, brats and pretzels? you know, I mean, maybe back in the day when you lived in Germany. And you, you walked to, a you lot. Walked everywhere. <laughs> exactly. All right. The next one I found. Uh, and so we're going to cover a lot of festivals here. And I'm, I've got everything up through February. Let's hope we can get through it all. The next one I found, though, is we love a good seafood festival. Yeah, we do. And Cedar Key celebrates the area's fishing heritage, offers two days of fantastic food, a seafood festival parade. I want to see that. Right. And uh, the their street is lined with arts and crafts, exhibits, free music, and family fun in the beautiful old Florida island city of Cedar Key, which is north of Crystal River. Have you been there? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I figured you might have, being from that area. Yep. Have you been to the Cedar Key Seafood Festival? No, because I don't think they started doing that until I moved away from there. Of course they did. I mean... <laughs> They the Cedar Key Seafood Festival takes place October sixteenth and seventeenth. I love seafood. Ugh. I do too. We should go. We should go. I will be here. Are you going to be here? I will be here. Let's go All to right. the seafood festival. I'm going to put it on my calendar right now, so I'm not going to listen to you for a minute. Okay. Okay. So while Christina isn't listening, let's see what we can talk about with her. No, <laughs> talk about her. Going <laughs> to talk about me, right? Uh, the next one on my list is Key West Fantasy Fest, which takes place October twenty second and. 31st. Have you heard of Fantasy Fest? No, I've never. Oh my gosh. It's in Key West. I, I don't normally pay attention to Key West events like that. It's too far. Well, a lot of cruises and, and when cruises are hitting Key West, a lot of cruises would make Fantasy Fest a destination and, and a lot of cruises would go just for Fantasy Fest. Fantasy Fest is an annual 10-day party in paradise for grown-ups. So <gasps> oh, don't wow. bring your kids. Yeah. Well, but, hence the Fantasy Fest oh, part. Oh, <laughs> yes. You should definitely take a look at the pictures here. It was started in 1979 by a small group of Key West locals. The party was created to bring visitors to the island in what was typically a quiet but beautiful season it worked it's grown every year and is now the wildest extravaganza around fun loving revelers from around the globe bring their creativity and imaginations as they descend upon key west each october for 10 days filled with costuming parades libations and excitement when they say fantasy i'm assuming they don't mean dragons and fairies um no okay it means you know your wildest fantasies (laughs) christina and this when you looking at this it reminds me of a um it reminds me a little bit of Mardi Gras, mm. just because of the costumes, the parades. It's, but it's about probably wearing <clears throat> as creative and as little as you can. Oh well, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Fest is definitely a once in a lifetime yeah <laughs> experience. What you see is what you get. <laughs> All right, next, Christina. I put a boat show on here. Mm. I didn't think initially I, when I first found this i'm like oh are people really gonna be interested in the fort lauder international boat show which takes place october 27th through the 31st 
Yes, if you're into boats, uh, this is recognized as the largest in-water boat show in the world. Hmm. It steps away from uh, the beaches. It spans nearly 90 acres across 3 million square feet of exhibit space that's connected by an intricate network of water and ground transportation services. The five-day show attracts over 100,000 attendees, 1,000 exhibitors, 52 countries, and more than 1,300 boats on display. And that was two years ago in 2019. Um, I'm no expert on like measurements when it comes to square footage of a building, but 3 million square feet, aren't we starting to get into like acres here? Well, yes. <laughs> lots and lots and lots. 3 million of... square feet. Just Is that an acre? <laughs> no, gosh, no. That's not an acre, dear. You live on probably an acre. That's true. I do. <laughs> three, you do not have 3 million square feet in your house. <laughs> 3 million square feet. I think that's to tell you just how big it is. I think if we said that this was 100 acres, you wouldn't know. But square, feet, square footage, we know. But just the fact, 1,300 boats in this I water. I think it's really cool that this festival, that this boat show is both on land and in water because that's appropriate for a yeah. boat, right? They have a super yacht village where they bring in the world's most spectacular super yachts and exhibits. I and read that as super chat. Just you know. <laughs> This might be the only time you might get on some of those super yachts mm, to take right? a look at them too. They have exclusive VIP club uh, to enjoy the excitement of the boat show uh, with a premium open bar, gourmet food offerings, and the perfect setting. As long as the boat's not moving, I'm in. Okay. Okay. There you go. They also have stuff for um, water attractions and aqua zone. And I like this too. Something called Hook the Future, a variety of fishing clinics tailored to age children ages four to 16 to learn how to tackle and cast their um, fishing gear and fishing ethics as well. Mm-hmm. There is fishing ethics. I know this. Yes. I, I just, I again, when I first thought, oh, a boat show. But no, this is not It's a full-on like family food event. boat show. <laughs> you it's, add food, you add the fishing, and you add the kids in the aqua zone. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. I've got another seafood festival for you, too. Oof. And, Ooh, and this one's going into November now. Yes. I, so these are chronological as <gasps> best as I could for um, for our dates. Apalachicola, which I love to say. That one I can say. It's like Okeechobee. <laughs> Uh, this one is November 5th and 6th, features seafood, arts, crafts, seafood-related events, musical entertainment, and oyster eating and oyster shucking contest. I love contest. oyster eating. Actually, I'm a pro at oyster shucking because I used to, believe it or not, do oyster <laughs> shucking. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> uh, so are you going to go up to Apalachicola that I don't, weekend? I and- don't know. I might have to do that. I mean, like, I'm getting, I'm not getting to travel a whole lot right now, so. Maybe you need to go win us some money. Can, I might need I wonder to. if you can win some money at this oyster shucking contest. Right? I'll, I'll shuck more oysters. I, I, I don't know. That's a dangerous event right there. <laughs> shuck your hand right open. Uh, they also have blue crab races, which I thought was fun, <laughs> too. Is that where you paint yourself as a blue? person and like crab your walk your way across oh gosh that would be fun that would be interesting right (laughs) um and maybe maybe it could just be that you know they race the blue crab oh (laughs) i was getting a little more adventurous it's not blue man crab crab races (laughs) but that would go right along with the photo contest yes it would (laughs) all right the next one is a favorite of ours one that we go to every year it is the lady of the lakes renaissance fair here in lake county november 6th and 7th 
It's uh, oh, you've got okay. November um, sixth and seventh yeah. and thirteenth and fourteenth. I'm it's revising that two. for you because they revised it. Well, they did that last year. Are they not having the they, children? I do not believe that they are having it this year. Okay, I'm gonna look this up while you talk about the Rena- Renaissance Fair. Why do we want to go? Renaissance Fair is the oh, it is just such a great event. They do everything from shows to um, the vendors all over the place and foods galore um they have events such as comedy sword fighting jousting live chess the live chess is awesome that's my favorite event they do this they do these choreographed fights all over the chessboard so like two of the the chess pieces which are just um characters from the ren fair will then do a choreographed fight and then that's how they win the chess match it's so much fun i mean if you don't even know chess you can still watch it for the battles because the 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 sword fighting and the battles that they do are hand-to-hand combat yeah and they flip each other over and it's phenomenal now i mean we're a little partial to this my kids have been doing this for the last five years one of mine's been doing it too one of them's been doing it five and now tanya's daughter has joined in with them and she's part of it too so they have the nobility walking around king james is an Oh, gosh, he's spectacular. You can ask him anything. I have tried and tried and tried to stump this man, and I've never been able to stump him. And I know a good deal of that kind of history. And um, But the proceeds of this fair go to the Educational Foundation of Lake County. And all the food is prepared by the culinary departments from the high schools in Lake County. Right? I think that's really cool, yeah. too. And so, yes, my, we, my daughter is participating this year. And here's what I I have pictures of her, though, with the queen when she was a baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been here forever. And they they, like you said, the royalty walks around. They They know know their their stuff. stuff. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Like they really do a lot of research. They spend a lot of time working before the, the fair opens. So you will get your history in and you will get to see all the artisans doing very authentic crafting and all of the people that are selling. They make sure that these people are authentic. They do. And the shows are not just put on by local um, local performers. They are put on from comedians and people festival that travel here. Yeah. Do this year round. Uh, the Washing Well Wenches mm-hmm. are some of our favorite uh, comedian performers. But there are so many shows to see. There's so many artisans to look at. There's a fire breather guy. Oh, yes. Johnny... Uh, Johnny Phoenix? Yes. Johnny Phoenix. Yes. That's right. And when you said fire breathing, I was thinking of the guy with the dragon costume that walks around with oh, the ice you cream. Know, the ice cream. <laughs> they have the mud guys that jump off of the tower into the mud pit. They do. So this is it's a lot of fun. We look forward to this every year. Look forward to participating in it this year. There are other Renaissance festivals uh, throughout the state. Brevard County has weekends in January and the first weekend in February. Camelot Days in Hollywood are the first three weekends of November. Florida Renfest is in Deerfield weekends from February 13th to March 28th. That's a long one. Yeah, it is. And the Hogtown Medieval Fair in Alachua County is the last weekend of January, first weekend of February. And Bay Area, I could not find the Tampa Bay Area Festival. I know this is another big one. It's that is a big one, but I don't, I don't know when. It usually, is. it's mid February to early April. Last year, it had been moved, so no new dates were on their website. I couldn't find anything when I was researching this. So keep an eye out for the Bay Area. I don't know if they would come back if they don't have this announced for mid February. I don't know if they would come back that quickly, um, or maybe they will. Maybe they'll announce it soon. Uh, here's another one I found that I thought was absolutely beautiful and different. There is an Asian Lantern Festival 
into the wild at the Central Florida Zoo and Botanical Gardens. We've talked about the Central Florida Zoo mm-hmm. as something to do in, in the Central Florida area. This festival features more than 30 larger-than-life hand-constructed lanterns filled lit by more than 10,000 LED lights. The result is a dazzling display of color, light, and sound celebrating art, culture, and the beauty of traditional Asian lantern festivals. It runs on select dates from November 19th to January 16th of next year. Have you been there for this? No. I oh, haven't. you should t- definitely. Makes me think of Rapunzel, the lanterns, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. But this is more the Asian lanterns. And than... So they don't send, they don't float them No, away. they okay. don't float them away. This is, you know, think of the gorgeous yeah. displays like in a Chinatown mm-hmm. area, except more elaborate, hand Sounds like a romantic date kind of thing. Oh, I think it is. I think, and you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll tag that in one of our romantic things to do as an episode we should do sometime Coming in the future. Coming up maybe for like, I don't know, say Valentine's Day. That's a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> um, have you heard of Art Basel? No. And I know it says basil. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't read it that way. (laughs) So Basel is in Switzerland. And Art Basel. Oh, you put a pronunciation. I did, because I had to remember. I'm like, I know, you can't just say it's Art Basel. Art Basel in Miami, (laughs) date. (laughs) Exactly. The people who know about this festival would not want to hear me mispronounce. (laughs) Butcher that name. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, It is a show that started... Um, it's an, in, in our American show, galleries from North America, Latin America, Europe, Asia, Africa show significant work from the masters of modern and contemporary art, as well as a new generation of emerging stars. So they have paintings, sculptures, installations, photographs, films, and additioned works of the highest quality are on display in the main exhibition hall. And Talk this, about multimedia. It is. It's, it happens all over the world, and we just happen to have a show in Miami that takes place December 2nd and 4th. Uh, But Art Basel, like I said, started in Switzerland and they have exhibitions in um, Basel, still Miami Beach, Hong Kong. I think perhaps they've had other locations in the past, but it is definitely that if you're into art, this is an extraordinary event to attend. (laughs) And what are you laughing at? (laughs) The, something that you wrote in the next thing. Well, why don't, you know, you want to tell me about <laughs> I it? Thought, did I send this to you? Because I did see it. You and did then, see it. I think <clears throat> I already had it on here. Okay. Because I know I was sending you a couple of them, but Crystal River Manatee Festival. Okay. I I mean, Crystal River, I've been there to see the manatees many times. I've not been to the festival. This I one think is, it's cool that they have a festival. <clears throat> so do I. This one is January 15th through the 16th. Um, they have boat tours, live music. Fresh seafood, and this is what I was laughing at, <laughs> a hippie village with music and vendors from the 60s. That's so great. I mean, if you're going to have a festival and it's already, you know, distinguished to celebrate the manatee, why not let, why not just distinguish it even more by throwing in a hippie village? Hippie village. Why not? Okay. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, again, this is going to be like those small town festivals yeah. oh, for it sure. Is. And it would be a lot of fun to to head on over there. And that's a great weekend for that too. Yep. Uh, Gasparilla Pirate Fest takes place January 29th in Tampa. I have grown up with this festival. I've been there countless times. Okay, tell me about it. Uh, I mean, it is what it says. They have a big pirate invasion. Um, you can... You can explain what you researched because my view of it was like, well, it's a big pirate party, but 
you know, people dress up and walk all over the place. Like it's like, it's like, um, it's a Mardi pirate Gras. festival. Like, yeah, well, it's I was a just Mardi Gras say. pirate fest. They're like, they, people dress up and they throw beads and have parades and you can go ahead and explain what you It's mean. They have a fully rigged pirate yep. ship. It says it's the only fully rigged pirate ship it in the It comes into the bay. And Jose Gasparilla emerges at the south end of Hillsborough Bay, followed by hundreds, if not thousands of mm-hmm. boats. I saw the picture. Yeah, you can dress your boat up and put it in the parade and enter it. <laughs> And it makes the it's makes it makes its way across Hillsborough Bay and the Sutton Channel between Davis Island and Harbor Island, and the Gasparilla invasion has begun. It is so great. I mean, there's nothing like it down here, and this is the perfect place for that. It is, and it celebrates the capture of the city of Tampa, and even says they even copy of the captain and his crew, and crew is spelled K R E W E. That's what they call the crews in uh, New Orleans yep. for Mardi Gras. So, I mean. Hey, it is during that Mardi Gras season in January 29th, so why not? Yeah, each each float is called the crew, a crew. It's a big festival. There's lots of main stage entertainment and I'm sure there's lots of food and of course, what else do pirates do? They drink. There's got to be a lot of drinks yep, around there's too, definitely, right? There's definitely some drinking. <laughs> Uh, moving on to something a little more tame, but one of our favorite places is Mount Dora Arts Fest. Oh, have you been? I've been countless times. I've tried to go every year. It is. It's one of those. If you like an art fair or an arts and crafts fair, this is not. I mean, this is more than that. It's Mm -hmm. massive. They vendors come from all over the place. Exactly, and and hundreds too. Mm -hmm. It's a big, big festival, and it takes place February fifth and sixth. And of course, you know, there's food trucks, entertainment, but I would say stay downtown if you can. Yeah. If you're into that, stay downtown. Listen to our Mount Dora episode for places to stay. (laughs) How about that? We just happen to have some of those things talked about already. Mm -hmm. And then finally on the list, I have the Florida State Fair, which takes place February 10th through 21st. It's located in Tampa off of Highway 31, 301. And this is, I mean, it's a state fair. I have been there countless times. Okay, tell me about your experience with the state fair. I mean, it's just one of those magical fairs. I mean, it's like everything you imagine in a fair and and including like um, some rodeo type things they even have going on there. But it's it is really fun. There's tons of rides. Um, I'm not so good with the rides anymore. No, I know, (laughs) especially state fair rides. Oh, and that Cracker Country Living History Museum. It's true. It's so great. It's so great. I love it. So, yes, there's Cracker Country Living History Museum that's right there on the fairgrounds, which how cool is that? I, I know it's it is just I love that stuff. And, I, and the that Florida State Fair is very comprehensive when it comes to things a fair offers. Well, and. I mean, state fairs have always been that here's a way to show off our agriculture and our animals, right? Mm-hmm. So they do have the, your traditional state fair agriculture stuff. They have People a, enter their animals into the competitions. Their equestrian center features full-on events. Right. And, uh, and so did you know that the first fair was at Henry B. Plant's Tampa Bay Hotel? Which we talked about. I know. I know. <laughs> it's going to get to the point, Christina, where every episode... Every episode has something we've already talked about. Right. Every... <laughs> Florida thing ties into every other Florida thing. But I like uh, I like pointing it out anyway. I do too. I <laughs> I do too because it's like, oh yeah, we talked about that. I remember. <laughs> it's the reason why you should listen to all of our episodes. Plug plug. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, you talked about the the carnival rides. Did you know that this one has more than ninety rides in the Midway, and it's the largest in North America? I am not surprised because if you walk into that fair, it's like whoa! It's yes. huge. It's like the epitome of a perfect fair. I, yeah, I just think that's so cool. You would think those state fairs up there, you know, in the Midwest. Oh, I'm sorry, we got you got nothing on us. Nope, <laughs> we got you beat. Come on down to the Florida State Fair, February 10th through 21st. Sounded Ooh. like a good advertisement, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Christina, what are you going to do? All okay. of these events, what are I, you going to do? I, got, I don't, oh boy. <laughs> We're already doing the Ren Fair. We can't count that. Okay, so that's good. I don't have to say that because I kind of have to go. Right, same. Um, I, I love the Florida State Fair. Um, I, the Asian Lantern Festival. Like, I, I think I want to go on a date with my husband to that. I think that's a good plan. Um, and let's see. Oh, I got to go to the, um, the seafood festival. Cause I already said I was going and I right. put it on my calendar now. <laughs> We're going to go shuck some We're oysters. We're going to go shuck some oysters. <laughs> I have not been to Gasparilla. I need to go it's this so year. Fun. <laughs> it's so fun, but I don't know, Tanya, we might be, uh, getting up there in age. What are you saying, Christina? <laughs> I don't know. You're older than me. <laughs> It's that's my birthday month, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna celebrate. So there. All right. Well, then I might have to go and chaperone. <laughs> Maybe you could be my driver, please. Thank you. <laughs> After my two drinks, <laughs> <laughs> and then she's done. <laughs> I want to go to the Asian Lantern Festival too. Let's make it a double double date. date. All right. And now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And Christina, this week's feature product is Sword and Plow. I thought this one was really cool. I found this. Um, they're bags and accessories that are made in veteran-owned manufacturers. They have a location here in Florida, but they also manufacture these manufacture these in California, Colorado, and Kentucky. They're made from surplus military fabric, leather, and the hardware. So the sword and plow name comes from the ancient saying to turn swords into plowshares. So it's to take those military technologies and materials and apply them to peaceful civilian applications. This goes right along with our packing thing. Yes. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. You're How right. How did you not think of that? <laughs> because sometimes I don't do all of the research in one episode. That's a little <laughs> behind the scenes fact for you. <laughs> sometimes it just happens that I find something and then I find something other, you know, the next day. There you go. Yeah, but maybe I was thinking of that. I just like that they're recycling materials and putting it to good use. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, and it has a cool back meaning. It does. And they have, I mean, these things look sturdy and tough and like, but still stylish. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you want one of those, right? I do. I love them. They're very yeah, stylish. They're beautiful. So check them out at swordandplow.com. So stay tuned to the end to find out what we're going to talk about next week. You know you want to know. I do. What are we talking about? <laughs> well. Oh, I have to stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned, <laughs> Tanya. Stay tuned. Yes, ma'am. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com where we share uh, things from our most recent travels and pictures and such. Great great way to keep in touch with what we're doing. And if you've experienced something that we haven't talked about, you can comment there or you can give us ideas of things that you want to see from a certain area. Um, you can reach out to us on email at Florida 
hello at floridatravelblog.com. Hello. Hello. You can support us by following or leaving a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. And if you do enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash floridatravelpod to get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. If you support us, it's going to allow us to dedicate more time to research all of the best content in the Sunshine State. Next week, we're going back to Sanibel. We can't wait. That's it for this week. I'm Tanya. (laughs) And I'm Christina. I'm sure about that. Yeah. (laughs) Stay sunny, everyone.